1: You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: All right, we've got so much to do today. I'm trying to keep an eye on 17 different things. We have uh, cameras in Miami watching President Trump's podium. Mario Diaz-Balart. From, um, from what is it, Florida's what district, 112th district in Florida? Yeah, that's where he's from. He's, uh, he's speechifying to the crowd there as we wait on President Trump to arrive and announce what changes he's going to make to all of the statements, all of the executive actions that President Obama made to our Cuban policy. And, uh, the rumor is, and it's not that much of a rumor, but we we know that President Trump is going to roll back some of the some of the changes that Obama made, some of the allowances that were made, some of the travel restrictions that were loosened, et cetera. Loosened, et cetera. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Uh, I also will this hour again give you a chance to uh, send in an entry. We're going to give away the Mark Lee action figure tomorrow at the end of pure opelka tomorrow the show starts at 6 a.m and ends at 9 a.m eastern uh it's a fresh new program uh, usually every saturday last week i was caught up in a travel spiral but uh we we're going to give you a chance to get your hands on the very limited edition and very amazing mark lee action figure uh, i purchased it in order to support debbie lee and everything Debbie does to help wounded warriors, to help troops who come back home and are having a hard time dealing with their lives, she's such an inspiration to me. What Debbie has done uh, for America's mighty warriors is nothing short of worthy of sainthood, and she's a remarkable person. I just—we were talking in the break, and Shemont said, "You never know what you're going to be called to do," and uh, I also believe. You you are you're capable of handling whatever is thrown at you. And Debbie Lee is a perfect example of that. A mom who lost her son years ago, the first Navy SEAL killed in Iraq. And Mark Lee's memory lives on through the work of his mom, the amazing work of his mom. Okay, got a couple of things I'm trying to tap dance around to see if we catch Trump. I don't know if we will. So I'm going to continue on with my my mini rant here about uh, England. And England has been in the spotlight, as I mentioned, because the snap election from a couple of weeks ago that uh, cost Theresa May. It may have ultimately cost her her political career. Uh, she called for a snap election to try and have a, basically a vote of confidence for where she was going and taking the com- country. And uh, instead, she lost power to the labor leader, Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn is uh, a Bernie Sanders type, except he doesn't kind of fake it as much. He's pretty much flat out socialist. And Corbyn is a guy that's gaining power in England. Corbyn is a guy who uh, I believe is going to have uh, an upswing in his power if you watch him. And I I think that's what England wants. Uh, You you sense that England is shifting away from any kind of conservative government towards really a more socialist. And I say this because Jeremy Corbyn made a statement after the Grenfell Tower fire, the horrible fire that has killed people, we don't have a full total yet. They're still combing through the ashes. And it's uh, it's it's just a terrible situation. They're wondering if the fire was set. They certainly now have questions about the, the flammability of the plastic cladding that allowed that fire to rocket up the building outside and then jump inside. You saw the pictures. You saw how dramatic it was. But Jeremy Jeremy Corbyn, a guy who's now got like 40% of the parliament listening to him, has called for the government in England to seize the homes, the empty homes of rich people in Kensington, and let the people who have been made homeless by the fire move in there. Now, let that sink in for a minute. The Labour Party leader has said that this part of London is a tale of two cities, wealthy and then the wealthy south and the rich north. And he suggested requisitioning expensive vacant properties to ensure the residents are housed locally. Now, as somebody who had to move out of his New York apartment for six months after we had a fire across the hall from our apartment, a fire that burned 90% of everything we owned, and we had to move out for six months, I didn't look for the government to hand me a place to live. I didn't look for uh, the government to put me up and confiscate from somebody. I can't even tell you how dangerous this is. And if the people get behind this, This is crazy. The ward where the fire took place, apparently, is is not a wealthy ward. The district, the area of London. And the the leader of the Labour Party is demanding that properties must be found. And as he says, requisitioned, if necessary, to make sure those residents get rehoused locally, locally. He says it can't be acceptable in London that we have luxury buildings and empty flats as land banking for the future while the homeless and the poor look for someone to live, somewhere to live. We have to address these issues. Are you a little concerned about that? Do you hear what he's saying? If you as an investor choose to put money in the bank or you choose to put money in land or you choose to put money in gold or diamonds or whatever... If you choose to save by doing that, this guy's saying that he can look at what you have and decide that it belongs to other people because you're not using it. So if you're to apply the same logic, money in the bank, money in the bank should also be looked at as something you're not using. If that money's in the bank for too long, well, then we should be able to take it and give it to people who need it today. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any stinking sense. But when you look at the recent surveys and the studies and the way the people are thinking of late, and if you followed any of the Bernie Sanders rallies, you can see that there was a gigantic group of young people who believed as Bernie Sanders believes, although I, I'm not sure if he believes it anymore after he got a $700,000 book advance, $800,000 book advance. But Bernie was a guy who uh, who's always saying, well, there are people that have more than everybody else, and uh, we need to make sure that those people that don't have should have some of the stuff, so maybe we need to take it from the people that have it and give it to the people that don't. He hasn't quite said it like that. But Sanders is a guy about equal shares for everybody. Sanders, the guy with, Three houses now, one of them being a lake house it, it this is this is worrisome. there is a great movement in this country to push the word fairness into everything we do to tell everybody that it needs to be fair. Well Jeremy Corbyn in England is is flat out suggesting total government control of property that they deem not being used appropriately. He used the term land banking, and I got a chill up my spine. Land banking. You know, uh, it's not too far of a leap from what Jeremy Corbyn said to what one of Barack Obama's buddies said not long ago. Do you remember Bill Ayers? We've talked about Bill Ayers. Bill Ayers was one of the guys who helped Barack Obama launch his career in politics from community organizer to Chicago politician to Illinois senator to president. Bill Ayers is famously quoted as saying, kill all the rich people, break up their cars and apartments, bring the revolution home, kill your parents. That's really where it's at. I know that's an extreme interpretation or an extreme leap from what Jeremy Corbyn is saying, but truly, how far is it? How far is it from government confiscation of property that maybe somebody works in London six months out of the year, and maybe their job has them working somewhere else six months out of the year, and so that house has to stay empty? If they can afford it, what, it, what business is it of yours that it's empty? If the taxes are paid, if the light bills are paid, if they're not dealing drugs out of the place, what the hell business is it of yours, Jeremy Corbyn? What I own and what I do with it. Yeah, England is making a tilt towards socialism. And I will tell you, there are a bunch of people in this country, a bunch of young people in this country, who think England is going to do it right, and maybe we should pay attention to them. It's a dangerous situation, a really dangerous situation. So, uh, no, Jeremy Corbyn, no, I don't think the empty homes owned by the rich should be, as you put it, requisitioned for the victims of the fire. It's just wrong. It's confiscation. It's socialism. It is uh, the end of freedom as we know it. I'm stepping aside. When we get back, we'll see if the president might be speaking. Marco Rubio is doing his remarks. So that probably means at any moment, President Trump will be up at the podium. If he is, we might join him live next on Pure Opelka.
1: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
3: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today.
0: To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. You're
1: listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Puro Pelka.
2: You know, we're trying to keep an eye on this. The president's about to speak in Miami, and he's going to announce the changes to his, well, his changes to our policy for travel to and from Miami. It's going to be significantly different from what we understand. But Governor Rick Scott is up there giving his remarks. I thought Marco Rubio might be introducing him uh, just because of the topic and, and where it was located. But the governor came out, and he's given the remarks, and I guess I guess he takes precedent over a sitting senator because, let's face it, there's one governor and two senators from the state. So you've got a, a little rank there being pulled. Uh, i got to tell you this weird story because only New York. And every now and then uh, we talk about leaving New York, and my wife says, do you miss New York? No, no, I don't miss the hassle, the expense, the extra money you have to pay in taxes, et cetera, et cetera. But I do miss stories like this out of New York where Kristen Hyman is trying to become a New York City cop. And you would think, I'm sorry, a New Jersey cop. Uh, she, she's uh, It's right next door, so everybody calm down. Uh, Kristen Hyman was at the swearing in ceremony uh, to become a sheriff in New Jersey, but now they're trying to take away her new job that she has really wanted to do forever and ever and ever uh, because they found out she once worked as a dominatrix, Six days before she was about to graduate from the police academy, somebody told her bosses that from 2010 to 2012, the wannabe sheriff's deputy, sheriff's officer, held a kinky job where um, she might have, well, let's just say she might have had her own handcuffs before she was going to be given a set of handcuffs from uh from the the law enforcement division of new jersey she was involved in some steamy uh videos that in- required bondage and uh she said um she's also been seen with whips and kicking people in the groin she was in fact a dominatrix Didn't want to be a dominatrix, wanted to be in law enforcement. And now they're trying to toss her out. So we will see if that happens. Uh, I I don't know if it's going to happen. She's going to fight it. Uh, She called the video stupid stuff I did when I was a kid and also says, look, everything was staged and consensual. This wasn't anything strange. And she was never naked. And didn't engage in any sexual acts. They're still trying to figure out if, if they can uh, keep her. The the um, department is saying the videos are clearly inflammatory, but there's nothing illegal here, and um, the prosecutors in Hudson County have declined to press any charges against her. She has completed all of the required training. And has had zero disciplinary marks against her. I don't know how I feel about this. I certainly think that everybody deserves a chance to redeem themselves. If she did something stupid five years ago when she was a younger person. And it wasn't illegal. And uh, nobody got hurt. It might be something that uh, you'll find on Jeffy's computer. I don't know. But it's certainly it's certainly not something uh, she could go to jail for. So don't we need good officers? Didn't she come out of the academy, as you've said, with high marks? So I just, uh, only in New York, though. Only in New York could you get the headline that says, She doesn't need your handcuffs. She's got her own. Former dominatrix fights to become police officer. Fascinating. Uh, From the Strange News Department, Mike Pence, the vice president, is currently speaking to the crowd in Miami. And that usually means the lead up is just about finished. We're going higher up the food chain with every step. And there's only one more step up the food chain. And that would be President Trump. And I'm just uh, thinking it's going to be right in the middle of the news when when the president comes out. There's considerable discussion today about uh, Donald Trump's uh, plans to roll back the Obama action on, on Cuba and also the investigation into the Trump White House and what may or may not have happened into the firing of former FBI chief James Comey. Donald Trump, in a series of tweets, basically says he's being investigated and people are seizing on this and saying that this is a bad thing for Trump. I wonder, I wonder what the discussion is today about restricting the president's Twitter. I wonder if he's thinking "Eh, maybe I ought to tone it down or if this is all uh, intentional and this is all meant to keep people on their toes. Something tells me it could be meant to keep people on their toes. It looks like we're going to miss the uh, the final moments of uh, Mike Pence's intro, and we'll have to rejoin when the president is back after the news break. But we will give you uh, updates on what he says, cover what's been said about this investigation into President Trump. And um, I, had a, I had a couple other stories. Yeah, we got to talk about... We have to talk about... Um, Ted Nugent. And we need to talk about whether or not what Ted Nugent said changes anything of what he's said before this. Ted, Ted Nugent made an interesting about face yesterday on a radio show, and, and we'll get into it. Plus, uh, your chance, I'm going to play the montage, your chance to try and figure out today's kind of puzzle for the shot at the Mark Lee action figure. That's coming up just around the corner on Pure Opelka. We'll
3: be right back.
1: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka
3: on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Cura Pelka with Micah Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. President Trump is indeed on the stage in Miami. Let's see if we can listen in and see what he's talking about. He just started talking. Well, right now they're clapping because he just talked about Cuba. He's actually leading the applause. USA! 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 Facing the crowd
3: behind USA! him, clapping with them. USA! 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 He did talk about America needing a cheerleader. And I don't even mind that it's 110 degrees up here. This room is packed. You know, it wasn't designed for this. I'd like to thank the fire department. We are delighted to be joined by so many friends and leaders of our great community. I want to express our deep gratitude to a man that's really become a friend of mine. And I want to tell you, he is one tough competitor, Senator Marco Rubio. Great guy. Wasn't he little Marco a couple years ago? He is tough, man.
2: Trump is not kidding about the heat everyone is 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 sweating. And
3: he's good and he loves you. He loves you. And I listened to another friend of mine, Congressman Mario Diaz Ballard. And I'll tell you, I loved what he said and I appreciated. Mario, I appreciated what you said so
2: much. Donald Trump thanking all the people that spoke before he came out.
3: In fact, I was looking for Mario. I wanted to find him. They said he was on stage. I almost dragged him off the stage to thank him, but now I'm thanking you anyway. Thank you, Mario. That was great. Really appreciate it. And I also want to thank my good friend, and just a man who was of tremendous support in the state of Florida, for being with us, Governor Rick Scott. Now that the um,
2: President is getting through all the thank yous and the salutes to people, I, I hope he gets through some of the media to speak. Great job. He offered, He's doing a great job. He offered a prayer for Steve
3: Scalise. Oh, I hope he runs for the Senate. I know earlier. I'm not supposed to say that. I hope he runs for the Senate. Rick, are you running? Huh? Huh? I don't know. Marco, let's go. Come on, we got to get him to. I hope he runs for the Senate. We're deeply honored to be joined by amazing veterans of the Bay of Pigs. These are great people, amazing people. Those veterans are
2: behind Donald Trump, I believe. They're a group of bats sitting
3: behind the president. I have wonderful memories from our visit during the campaign. That was some visit. That was right before the election. I guess it worked, right? Boy, Florida as a whole and this community that supported us like by tremendous margins and we appreciate it. But including one of the big honors, and that was the honor of getting the Bay of Pigs Award just before the election.
2: All right, and The it's president's is going to uh, in spend a, a little time Uh, congratulating people and and sending uh his uh, love and support out to different people so we'll we'll come back if there's any big news but the the weird thing is it really does look like it's very very hot in that room i'm watching some of the senior citizens behind him and their foreheads are drenched with sweat and uh, the president looks like he's kind of warm himself i saw marco rubio had a had a very sweaty forehead, and you could see sweat dripping down the side of his head. Uh, You'd think they would have planned on this. After all, the Blaze Studios in Dallas are like 70,000 square feet, and you could keep meat in the place. I'm not kidding. It's very cool in that studio. So you know we have the technology. But the president's uh, up there speechifying right now. I I imagine this is going to take about a half an hour to get to. I want to do a little time travel. I want to go back to uh, two years ago today, as a matter of fact. It was two years ago today that I was in Trump Tower. I have somewhere in my little uh, 2016 election folder, I have the actual credential that was handed out the day that Donald Trump made the announcement in Trump Tower. The, the announcement, uh, I don't know if you all remember it, It's about three minutes long, and I think it it gives you an indication as to how we got here. And this was Donald Trump on this very day, almost exactly two years ago to the hour. I think it was about uh, just before noon this came down because we had to assemble and stake out our territory In the basement of Trump Tower, there's a a little area there where there's uh, seating and overpriced uh, coffee and ice cream. And the president had a, a row of flags behind him. He came down the escalator, got up in front of the whole wide world and delivered this address.
3: I've watched the politicians. I've dealt with them all my life. If you can't make a good deal with a politician, then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. And that's what we have representing us. They will never make America great again. They don't even have a chance. They're controlled fully. They're controlled fully by the lobbyists, by the donors, and by the special interests fully. That's they control them. Hey, I have lobbyists. I have to tell you, I have lobbyists that can produce anything for me. They're great. But you know what it won't happen it won't happen because we have to stop doing things for some people but for this country it's destroying our country we have to stop and it has to stop now
2: now this was early donald trump let's remember this is two years ago he's in front of a group of media there are people there that are are there to support him and after a, a couple of minutes of talking about the situations in the country, Donald Trump, then, before he was candidate Trump, made a few other little bits of uh, news.
3: A really, really successful person, and even modestly successful, cannot run for public office. Just can't happen. And yet, that's the kind of mindset that you need to make this country great again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for president of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again.
2: That was June 16th, 2015, in Trump Tower. Uh, That was the, the start of all of this. And I will tell you openly, honestly, I did not think that on that day, Donald Trump had a snowball's chance in hell of getting to the presidency. I'm not kidding you. I watched that happen probably from 10 or 15 feet away. And I said, he's doing this to promote a book. He's doing this to promote his businesses. He's doing this to promote The Apprentice. I didn't know what he was doing, but there it is. Donald Trump, two years ago. And then even through the fall, I kept saying he's gonna be out by Thanksgiving. He'll pull out by Thanksgiving. It'll be Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or maybe even John Kasich. But no, I had no no thought that Donald Trump would be the the survivor in the reality show that was the GOP presidential primary. And there he is today, a hundred and 20 some days into his presidency and now rolling back Barack Obama's policies on Cuba and he's in Miami surrounded by a very supportive crowd. Now that's not to say there aren't crowds out there who aren't supportive of the president because we all know there are. Uh, we'll try and grab some of the gist of what the president's saying. And of course I have to give you uh, the hint and what you're going to need to figure out the mystery to to grab the mark lee action figure the very beautiful mark lee action figure that i talked about last hour and we'll do that next on pure opelka
1: you're listening to pure opelka with mike opelka on the blaze radio network Pure Opelka
0: with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Yeah, we're back. Can we quickly pull up Donald Trump? I see if we may catch this one announcement here. The president in Miami. I don't know if we missed the big announcement. I know we're a little bit on delay. Yeah, he just announced he was canceling Obama's travel rollback and unveiling new policies yeah you can take him down he did he did have a couple of things to
3: say uh, specifically about uh, communist oppression the exiles and dissidents here today have witnessed communism destroy a nation just as communism has destroyed every single nation where it has ever been tried But we will not be silent in the face of communist oppression any longer. You have seen the truth. You have spoken the truth. And the truth has now called us, this group, called us to action. Thank you. Last year, I promised to be a voice against repression. In our region, remember, tremendous repression and a voice for the freedom of the Cuban people. You heard that pledge. You exercised the right you have to vote. You went out and you voted. And here I am, like I promised. Like I promised.
2: So Donald Trump is uh, announcing to the people that he's fulfilling a campaign promise to the people of Cuba. He's fulfilling the promise to roll back what Barack Obama wrote and did through executive order. And uh, he's, he, said, uh, he said a couple additional things here.
3: And now that I am your president, America will expose the crimes of the Castro regime and stand with the Cuban people in their struggle for freedom. Because we know it is best for America to have freedom in our hemisphere whether in cuba or venezuela and to have a future where the people of each country can live out their own dreams a little bit of a warning to the people in
2: venezuela or maybe a light to the people in venezuela the president wants venezuela to have the same freedom we have here the president wants the people of cuba to have freedom and he did say it's it's not available on a clip yet he did Give you the same statement that I told you earlier by opening up travel to Cuba. All the Obama administration did was funnel money from the pockets of Americans into the military of the Cuban government, because that's exactly what happens. The hospitality industry, the hotels, the restaurants, that money goes straight to the military. We were funding the Cuban military. The president says we will not lift sanctions on Cuba until all political prisoners are free. And we will enforce the Cuba embargo and the tourism ban. Now, I know for some people who like the odd Cuban cigar, that's bad news. But I have to respect what the president's going to do here, and I will support him. Before we step away for this hour... I want to give you the clue. I do have a Mark Lee action figure. It is uh, very rare. There aren't that many of them. And you have to listen to this 50 seconds and then send me an email. M.Opelka at the blaze. Mopelka at the dot com. Tell me what this uh, this series of traffic reports has in common.
0: But like me on 285, I get around. Round and round, round we go every Friday. Mark Aaron, the standing by. Good right.
3: morning, Linda. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, everyone. All I need in this traffic life of sin is me and my girlfriend. That's Ashley Frasco with good news on 85. Yesterday morning, Linda, was horrible ride on 85. You know, that's the way it is. Some things
0: will never change. Hopefully, this morning, things will be better on 85. We go to the maps, looking good so far. This time of the morning, we go up over your drive to work. Joining us on the north side perimeter, Mark McKay,
3: Untouchable Like Elliot Ness.
0: And no visibility problems here in Sandy
3: Springs. Yeah, we have been monitoring trouble, though, on I 285 in Fulton County. Mark McKay, let's show these people how we do it over this west side because you and I know it's the best side. Yeah, it's a crash in from Lawrenceville on 85 South. Of course, you can depend on Mark McKay, like the first and the 15th, to be up over the scene.
0: Damn, yep, this uh, crashes on the right shoulder. All eyes on me as we take a look at 285 this morning. Mark, Aram giving you the traffic the way that you want it. Mark, how do you want it? I want it uh, nice and easy on the north side.
2: So there it is. What do those traffic reports have in common? Be specific. Tell me. M.O. Pelka at the blaze. Tomorrow, I'll take all the correct answers. Tomorrow, I will collect all the correct answers, and we will randomly draw one lucky winner who will get the uh, Mark Lee action figure, very limited edition, beautiful thing. It supports Debbie Lee and uh, America's Mighty Warriors and her charity. More on that in the next hour. We'll try and see if we can get some more clips from the president's speech. We have to get to what Ted Nugent said. And uh, there's more. Some strangeness yet to come on Pure Opelka. Come on back.
1: Pure Opelka.
3: with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.